How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. And welcome to the 19th hole brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I am your host, Alan DePue. And rounding out on our tea time today, my my foursome is the ever-present Andy Heidorn. Hello, Andy. Gentlemen, glad to be with you. Boston Bob Baldessari, how are you? Um, great to be with the ever-present one. I like that nickname now. Ever-present one. Nice. Yeah, oh, I did say that. And returning and dropping the average age on this podcast probably by like 40 percent christian nazamus prettiest podcaster in golf's back boys i didn't want to say it but it's the truth i recognize <laughs> that and you know what i since you've been away so i'm just gonna go jump i'm gonna jump right in on christian okay because that's what i like to do um hey christian did you get some presents? Was it Christmas in July this week? It was Christmas in July. It was. Got a lot of good stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. Got a ton Tell of, everybody what you got. Got a ton of treats. I got perfect got practice putting treats. mat. <laughs> I got a perfect practice putting mat. I got the putting arc. And I got this beautiful pullover of St. Andrews from uh, from Papa Dupes. And um, I, I'm not going to say the last one that I got. All right, some beautiful glasses as well from the U.S. Open, but I'm not going to say about the golf glove that I got. I don't want to talk I'll about I'll tell you about – I'll tell everybody about the golf glove. So so anyway, Christian, guys, so, by the, so hey, Bobby, I got I got him glassware. I haven't seen him since Christmas. So I left the, all the gifts at Andrew's house. Andrew never takes them to him. So finally they see each other, Andy, and, and he brings all the gifts. That's why it suddenly became gift, Christmas in July. <laughs> okay so i did buy him a beautiful andy you can appreciate this having been over there this beautiful wool st andrews uh pullover right perfect practice putting mat the official putting mat of golf talk live in the 19th old podcast gtl 15 by the way to save uh 15 on your next order the putting arc former product of the month of golf talk live's 19th hole and Every time I go up to see those boys, they always say, hey, can you bring anything from the golf shop? Can you get me a good deal? And Christian's like, yeah, I need some cadet small gloves. <laughs> oh, that's pretty small. <laughs> just get woman's large. It sounds better. <laughs> Thank you. That's what large. I brought him. <laughs> and it fits like a glove. All right. Well, fits like a glove. Christian, put, put your hand up for us. You didn't. You didn't bring him a razor. He looks like a live live golfer. <laughs> you do kind I'm of. You, you are sporting the live look. Hey, but you know what? In all honesty, now now that I picked on you, it's always good to see you, Christian. But now that I've picked on you, tell everybody. I'll I'll give the props. You texted our group our group chat. What'd you shoot this past week? Uh seventy four. No, you said some of them are five under. Five under par. Did you shoot a 31 in the league? Oh, I shot 31 in league. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. 
and skins. Yeah, we. I thought you meant this past weekend with 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 Andrew. No, I shot thirty one. I uh, just five birdies, and I could, honestly, I'm not even trying to be cocky. I could have been a twenty nine if I'm being quite honest with you. I missed two putts of two two birdie putts inside ten feet that were very makeable, and I missed it. That's pretty awesome, though. Thirty one is. You yeah. know why, Andy? It doesn't come around that awesome. Because he had the lady's large glove that I brought him. Yeah. It was a Copper Tech glove, by the way. Another product of the month of Golf Doc Live. Which does sets the, up. Does it have the fingertips cut off for his, the, his nails? For the nails? No, it does not. Yeah. I, come on. I wasn't going to embarrass him that much. But this is a perfect segue for you, Bobby, because we have a new sponsor, a new partner with the 19th hole podcast. Why don't you tell them, tell everybody about them? Yeah, we sure do. Uh, we just have uh, coming on board this week is the complete synthetic turf uh, team. They're based down here in Palm city, Florida, but they do work in all 50 States. So no matter where you're listening to us across the country, across the world, uh, complete synthetic turf can help you really across the board with anything um, on your lawn. You know, a lot of places in the country, they've got water issues. So, uh, you can replace natural grass with synthetic lawns, athletic fields, obviously golf facilities. Uh, we've got people that have uh, dogs or cats or outside animals, um, bocce courts. I mean, they'll do anything. Um, unbelievable people, uh, Bill Maher and Bill Hatfield down there are great people. Uh, so uh, we will be showing some of the work they did at the Trident Golf Performance Center. Uh, when people walk inside, they literally audibly say, wow. This is unbelievable. So inside, outside, complete synthetic turf can take care of everything you need, uh, small to big. Let me tell you something. They put in a 43,000, that's correct, 43,000 square foot putting green down here in Florida. That is wicked lodge, uh, bigger than some of the open championship double greens. So Did you just um, drop a take a look. on us. I threw a wicked. I needed to throw two wickets. That's a big wicked green. Uh, but um, yeah. If you've got a chance, take a look at their website. It's completesyntheticturf.com, completesyntheticturf.com. You're going to hear more, see more, and we'll have Vilmar on one of our shows here, and uh, really, uh, really great to have them on board. So, Andy, you had asked the question. I must confess, um, I am in an undisclosed lo location. As I've told many of the listeners, everyone knows, I also do brokerage. So I can't say exactly where I'm at. I'm visiting a prospective client. Great property. I will simply just say that I'm New England, undisclosed location, similar to Dick Cheney. But unlike Dick Cheney, uh, I have beverages. And if you've been following our social, <laughs> they're good. They're very good beverages. Well, you're at a very, very fancy hotel with nice wallpaper. I know it is very, it's, it's old. It's old old wallpaper but uh yeah and uh i think i may do a show like this from now on I, i'm sitting on a couch with laptop on and i'm just holding my microphone and christian this might be the new uh new way we do our shows it's fine by me <laughs> and by the way at while i while i was in the bar getting said beverages there is a uh convention of um ladies here and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> a convention of ladies. That sounds Very, like you're taking Tony Lindor's place as a traveling somebody, something or other. What's that? 
You're taking Tony's place as a traveling golfer or something or other. Oh, yeah. no one could take Tony's. Hey, Christian, you didn't. Even, you weren't around last week. Tony took us to. To uh, we have to ask you this question. Tony took us to Beth Page. He's added. A, we have a new feature once a month. Tony's bucket list. And as you know, the traveling golfer. Well, he travels. That's why he's aptly named. And so he was at uh, Beth Page. Have you ever played Beth Page? I know you have family down on the on the island. No, never played. Never played Beth Page. I want to, but never played it. So apparently, I'm the only one that's visited Beth Page. Unless you have, Bobby. Have you been there? Yeah, we hosted uh, Drive Chip but Regional Championship there many occasions. I've been there twice. Great spot. So apparently, you and I then are the only ones that have been there. And Andy, uh, Christian, and Brennan are out. So we're out. Yeah. But we'll take a road trip because. That's where Tony said we should go play. Check it off our bucket list. Actually, next year, next month's uh, location is pretty cool also. But, hey, let's get to some real conversation points, not the randomness, talking about the vodka on the rocks that I'm drinking, Tito's, by the way, if anybody would like to uh, know. Um, live golf. Any news? Andy, what you got? I know that's your passionate topic. I know Christian's been waiting. You guys always have such, you know, enjoyable conversations andy's my guy i love andy andy's my andy's my dog i'm 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 running out of steam with uh with live <laughs> to be honest with you oh are you really are you well, are you I don't, I don't know i i i just i just think there's so much more that's going to play out and so much more that's going to happen and you know i think christian's had a a kind of a fresh point of view on it bob's had a fresh point of view on it and i've had a stale old guy's point of view on it so um i think i think just sitting back and, and waiting to see what happens is kind of my new mo <laughs> so the ever-present one has been replaced by the stale old guy bob <laughs> got any thoughts on that <laughs> I, Andy is not, are we now expanding the don't be that guy to the don't be that? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I got to know, don't be that guy. Tell me when we're ready for that one because I got a great one for this week. But anyway, go ahead. yeah, I've, I've got one too myself. Uh, well, you know, it, I'm, I'm still a little bit, I'm trying to look at everything 360 degrees. Uh, I know I mentioned this on one of the recent our shows, the average consumer coming in my golf shop. And that includes raw beginner ladies. I do a Thursday night lady beginner. They don't know much about anything in golf, but what they do know is this perception of the PGA Tour is the big meanies. And why won't they let this other group at least start? Uh, and why didn't they talk together? It's really pretty fantastic uh, to listen to some of this perspective from people that are just getting into the sport. Um, I think the people that are in, in, in just inside the arena are looking at it differently than the people outside the arena. So, you know, I've always been like Andy as far as like, let's sit back, let's wait, uh, let's see how this thing plays out. But um, it's going to be interesting in the next few weeks if more people, more of the players jump on board. Um, I know we were talking before we hit the record button about little tweaks they're doing. Um, I'm apprised of uh, some inner communication. Uh, we got We all have connections everywhere. And, you know, they're continually under review how they're running these events. So event to event, there's going to be changes and tweaks. Christian, would you agree that live is crushing the PGA tour in social media? 
Um, and social media. Yeah. Frame, I guess, framing, framing the marketing from the perspective of they're the, as Bobby said, they're the, and I've been saying this all along, they're killing them. The PGA tour evil empire. We're just this, we're just this group. I realize they're throwing all kinds of money around, but we just want power to the people and, you know, play golf. Yeah, I mean they're making it again. They're they're trying to Greg Greg's trying to target a certain particular crowd. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys in my generation are the guys that he's trying to target. You know, um, he's trying to make it more fun. He's trying to make it more outgoing. He's trying. Like, I mean, he's playing songs that he probably has never even listened to in his life. Like he's playing these hip hop songs on his Twitter and stuff. It's like he's trying to target this younger crowd. Um, you know, again, it's working so far. I mean, he's getting, he's getting the views. He's getting people to watch the tournaments. He's getting bigger names to show up to the tournaments and so forth. But I, I don't know if they're necessarily beating the PGA tour in social media. I okay, saw my, my timeouts over. What? <laughs> my timeouts over. Your timeouts over. Yep. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, no, I, I, in all seriousness, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, what they're trying to do is evident and obvious, you know, with the, the, all the things that Christian just mentioned. But I don't really know that it's having the desired effect at this point. I mean, you know, are, are they creating somewhat of a, a adversarial kind of viewpoint for people to latch on to about the PGA Tour? Yes, but it's only some people. Um, and, I, and I don't know just how much what they're doing is is actually helping them you know be a more relevant tour you know it's 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 fun to watch on social media but i mean is it really helping what they're doing well i think they're creating groundswell grassroots uh, opinion changing of opinion of that of the golfers and i i think there are a lot of golfers out there they just don't care just like there's a lot of golfers out there that don't care about, they don't play the rules. So who cares if, you know, the whole speeding up play with the rules changes, I mean, does it really matter? Cause 99% of the people don't play by the rules anyway. Right. That's a great, point. I did see a great social media one though. It's just go. So I can't remember who's number two on the money list right now. It's so Scotty Scheffler, number one. And then I think it was, is a camp Smith or Cam whoever Smith. Yeah, was, Cam is Smith. it. And then the third one, they they had, you can see this pencil in over top of it, Monahan, nine $9 million. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly point, pointing fun for those that are not gathering with the humor that I'm seeing through my Tito's is the fact that he's, <laughs> that he makes so much money every, I mean. As he should. Alan, you bring up, a, you know, a good point as far as, well, I look at it as maybe they are the, what, what Liv's doing is the ultimate disruptor in the golf industry ever. Uh, because when you look back at the history of golf, when the game went from jackets and ties to regular clothing, people said the game was going down the tubes. And then when the metal wood came out, oh my God, how could a metal wood come in? And then when soft spike started in 1996 or whatever, uh, I was at a club in uh, River Run in Maryland, September 1st, 1996, we started going soft spikes only people were losing their minds that they couldn't play with a spike. Uh, when Ashworth came out and I was working with Tony Morosco at Western Golf Club in Massachusetts and the members came in and said, well, that's the stupidest thing. That's never going to sell. So all these little things I think about in my career of these small 
little things that come along in this game and industry that is so ensconced with history and tradition. And now this comes up. And I mean, you talk about a nuclear bomb that's, you know, to the average golfer out there, they don't, it's, it's almost interesting. They're now paying more attention to the, to the surrounding business of the game than just coming out to play golf. Yeah, did, did any of you guys catch the, the Will Zalatoris um, presser that he did? Um, and they asked him, they asked him about Liv and asked him his opinion. And first of all, he's a pretty impressive kid in front of the microphone. Um, Absolutely. And, and he had a lot of really impactful things to say. He reminds me of Christian Ozemus. Not, not quite as pretty, but <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> but he was, he was, he was pretty sharp and he had some really good points and, and it was, it was mostly, you know, from, and this is the interesting thing, right? We're industry insiders. <clears throat> we look at it from the business point of view, you know, as Christian pointed out, a lot of the younger people look at it from a total like golf bro point of view. Right. And then there's the players that look at it from the player's point of view. And, and Zalatoris was, was like, look, I don't blame any of the old guys for going. He said, the new guys, I don't get it. I don't get why they would do it. I don't get why they would, why they would basically make that move because I grew up wanting to win majors and wanting to be on the PGA tour. And that's kind of where the divide is, you know, who values that? I think that's absolutely where the divide is. And I'll say it again, hashtag, where's Ogletree? Where's Ogletree? Well, to that point, they, they did announce that, that they're doing a relegation kind of system now where they're going to take the bottom finishers and move them out and replace them with newer people. Um, I don't so know. All so, the so, so, so basically, let me, let, let's think about this. Whereas like a, like a disruptor in the business, a different disruptor, Christian, I'm going to get your opinion. Top golf disrupted because they took golf meets darts meets bowling alley and entertainment right now live has got they're adapting we have teams we have uh relegation so they're like stealing things from soccer they're stealing things from uh formula one almost it seems like is that what's attractive i'm just i'm seriously asking from an old guy perspective and it was my birthday Sunday, so I'm old. <laughs> I, it's tough to say because you're, you're targeting a certain, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what Greg's trying to target. I think Greg's trying to target a younger crowd. I mean, look, at he's got a lot of younger guys already on live that find it pretty unique. You know what I mean? Yes, he has some older, older veterans on, on live as well. But I think trying to get somebody like an Abraham Answer, somebody like a Bryson DeChambeau, somebody like a Taylor Gooch, I think these younger guys that, you know, people think that they're kind of like laid back these cool guys on tour. Um, you know, I think that's who he's trying to, to make a spark with really. I mean, he's trying to target this one specific, you know, um, crowd that he's, that I think he's doing a good job at targeting right now. I mean, all, you, you look at the crowds in Portland, look at the crowds that are going to happen over at Trump's course this week or uh, yeah, this week. I mean, they're they're younger guys are are starting to come out and watching them. We're you know we're, uh, from what I saw, there was no crowd in Portland. There was a big crowd in Portland. There was like six thousand plus people there. 
which is a lot for that. Yeah, not, I mean, it, it didn't look like there were many people out there from the video I saw. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it on YouTube and it looked like, I mean, it looked like they're trying to get crowds up. Uh, like, like a regular tour event? No, not even close to a regular tour event. Yeah. No, I mean, not even close. But for, for Live, I mean, I think they were close to 10,000 people, I think. Yeah, well. You know, but if you put that around 18 towards the end of the round, I mean, it looks like there's 30. You know what yeah. I mean? You put, you know, so I don't know. It's it, I'm, I'm just curious to see what happens in the next upcoming. I know they say that they're done till December. I'm just curious about what happens in the next upcoming months with Live. I think that they're going to have, I think they're going to be forced to almost change it to a 72 hole event. The more and more people that they do get on, on, on live. I'm curious if Cam Smith does go over, there was talks of him, you know, $125 million going over. What's, what's, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I look at it from Cam Smith's side of things. I don't blame him for, for doing it from a money side of things. I mean, he's one of the best players in the world right now. If he, if you know, he is exempt from majors until 2027. If, if Cam's fine with that and he thinks that the PGA and Liv will make an agreement one day, I mean, I wouldn't say – if I was yeah, a five, shoes, it's I a five, say, It's a five-year roll of dice. Take his $125 million, roll the dice. I wouldn't that, say no. Roll the yeah, dice that I mean, in five years that uh, they've worked an agreement out or in that five-year period he wins another major, yeah, which yeah. he's I a mean, stick, Bobby, so he, he probably will. I think he's one of the best clutch players personally right now. Right now. I don't think anybody when he's in that mojo, I don't think anybody beats him. I'm being honest. I don't disagree with that at all. Can can we discuss the most kind of ridiculous thing about Liv, which is the rumors? Oh, the yeah. whole the whole thing is it's rumor every day. You know, this player is going, that player is going, and do they come true sometimes? Yeah. Do they come true all the time? No. It's just. It, you, it makes you wonder where all these rumors are coming from. Is well, there truth it, to every one of them? I hate – I'm going to go there. It's almost like fake news. It's a, it, an unconfirmed – or a, a confirmed uh, – um, what's yeah. the word I'm looking for? Source. A yeah. confirmed source told us this. Or an undocu undocumented source or whatever the case may be. Who told you? Put I, I, this is the pitfall of, of the press. Now I'm going to get it. That's a whole other conversation. Which is put put a name to it. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a rumor, if you're gonna make a statement, put a put a name to it. But I I have to wonder that that that's not something that that Liv is not doing on purpose. I I think I think that makes things better for them if these rumors are flowing out there about. Hideki and about you know Cam Smith and well yeah it know. continues to make that make it look like <laughs> continues to make it look like they they are winning the battle and again maybe they are. Hey Andy, I just want you to know that I myself am staying with Golf Talk Live and I'm not going to Golf Talk Live. <laughs> so those rumors I'm going to put right to bed right now. Don't make me call you a hypocrite, Bob. <laughs> Don't make me call you a hypocrite. I'm not going to go. Bob, can, can, can we just focus on, on the Golf Talk Live 19th Hole podcast right now? That's what we're here to talk about. And we don't, we don't you know, anything to the contrary, Brooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll, well, I, I will change it up because and I'm going to put Christian on the spot. No, actually, I'll put Bobby on the spot. Is 
Brooks, Brooke Henderson underrated on the LPGA tour? I would say yes. Would you care to expand on that? Um, I'll qualify that or just put it in context <clears throat> that I think she's an amazing player. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, amazing player. I mean, when, when she gets in the hunt, she performs. She can put, pull off these great shots. I mean, that putt she made at the end after missing some other putts. I mean, uh, I think I think in general, yeah, the LPGA players don't get their due. Um, I think she has been, you know, some players just going to be under the radar with having a really strong resume. You know, maybe it's the, from Canada, very humble athletes up there anyways, but um, I think she's she's amazing. Andy, would you like to dissect her golf swing? Because I think she's a stick. Yeah, her. I, w- I watched her golf swing in slow motion this week, um, and it's it's pretty amazing. You know, she she was kind of the the victim of that new rule of driver length. Um, she was using a driver that was more than the the maximum allowed length, and she had to make an adjustment. Um, but yeah, her. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think her golf swing is amazing. You know, it may not be the most sound, you know, perfect golf swing there is, but I think the way she moves the club is, is pretty amazing to watch. I mean, she's got a really long backswing. She gets club really, really behind her, um, has a ton of speed for the size she is. I, I, yeah, it's pretty impressive to watch. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Honestly, I, I like watching her game. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of women on that tour that I I like to watch because they're, they're just the way they the way that they don't get out of their own head in their own game. Really, I mean, Brooke doesn't do that, right? When book when Brooke has again, she when she's in that mindset, she's very tough to beat. There's a handful of them on on the LPGA tour when they get in that mindset. You know, um, I thought she played phenomenal. Uh, that again, that putt on 18 again it was just something that. I, it's just clutch really at the end of the day, you know, and I was just hats off to her really at the end of the day for, for getting it done. Set the second major for, for her. Um, much to, I think what's that? I think there's going to be many more for her in the future. I, I that, well, it's funny you say that. So I was just about to say, I think she's coming into her own, you know, I, I think, I think that she's, she's figured it out. And I, I mean, little bit of a pit bull when she gets in the hunt like we've all said if she gets in the hunt she she's strong real strong she i agree for sure. i agree but it, it's one of those things you know you asked if she was overrated or underrated or whatever i i think prior to last week she was overrated now she's under or prior to yeah, whatever now she's underrated you know <laughs> I mean that that stuff is so fluid you know, How many teachers have you had? Yeah, <laughs> apparently too many. But you know, as as players play and they go through their streaks of good and bad, you know, sometimes they get they get looked at from a a bright light, and other times people start thinking they're they're not such a great player. So, you know, who's not a great player? Me, as we discussed last week, with my lack of lack of ability, I chopped it up like it. But anyway. Um, all right. Actually, you know what? I do have another. I was I was grasping for a topic. I got a topic. I did something today 
that I have never done in the golf business. I have owned courses, leased courses, managed, consulted, all, did all this different stuff. Today I showed up for a golf outing. It's on Thursday. It's the wrong day. Hey, don't be that guy. At least it started with a T. <laughs> That's and Kristen. That was my hashtag. Don't be that guy. I've had people show up at my club. Kristen's not even saying anything. Kristen's just sitting over there, scratching, just shaking his head, just like, "Come on, man, show me some love." I got nothing. I got. I got nothing. I got absolutely. I literally, nothing. I literally pulled up and pulled the cart clubs out and put them on the backdrop. I no mean, way. that's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I really wanted to play the course. It's all, I know. I've done that before, though. I won't, I won't lie to you. I have done that before. I have never done I haven't even come close to doing that. The guy <laughs> says to me, are you playing? And I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm with that group. Because what group? Because they never tell me anything in the golf shop. <laughs> <laughs> there, was actually a lot of, there was actually a lot of golf news this week, honestly, that we're not even talking about. Well, lay it on us. Colt Nose, Ryder Cup vice captain. Oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Ryder Cup. Uh, you know, I think um, he put it on his social media. Zach Johnson, um, as well. I think it's a perfect fit. If I'm being honest with you, I think it's well deserving for Colt Nost. If I'm being honest, guys mm-hmm. like him. He's already commentating basically every PGA event right now. So that's a great call. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Ryder Cup the ramifications of live and that's been in the news lately about you know maybe even the the european side how it it would be really tough to field some legitimate team can they compete the american team losing some stars get some new the new ones coming up but um that's going to make people nervous yeah i'm curious to see what happens with those qualifying events honestly with uh you know, with live, I know they plan to add regulation and uh, qualifying tournaments. So I'm curious how they're going to be intertwining that with, um, and, and again, if, if they want to keep it with the way they are at right now with 54 golfers, go for it. Excuse me, not 54 golfers, 54 holes, go for it. I think they're only going to be expanding in my opinion, moving forward, but I'm just curious if it's going to be so, sustainable. So That's Christian, you, you were, you weren't with us last week. We, we asked the question about this. What about David Faraday? What about the talks about Gary McCord? What about Charles Barkley? What's your opinion on all that? Well, Charles Barkley, I don't care about that. If I'm I don't either. Honest. I don't really. I could give two shits about that if I'm being quite honest. But David Faraday kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, I won't lie. Um, but again, it's. Uh, I, I shouldn't even say it surprised me. It's not even a surprise anymore for these guys going over there, honestly. I mean, they're all doing it for the money, really. Um, you know? I, I like David Faraday. I like the way he commentates golf, but you know, Gary McCord, same thing. You know, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Nick Faldo goes over, you know what I mean? Like it's just tough for these individuals to say no to that kind of money up front. So just a little Intel on, on that end of the money. Right. So um, Jerry Foltz went over right from the golf channel uh, to live in, they paid him, and I know this from a from a, an unnamed source, Alan. Um, okay. But they 
they paid him double what he was making at the golf channel. It's not like they paid him 10 times or 20 times. They paid him double, right? Um, so, so less U.S. inflation. Okay, got it. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, is that enough to make somebody's world changed? Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think – and I'm sure that, that everybody's different just like every player is different. I'm sure they paid Faraday a ton of money, but um, I could give two shits about who's announcing it. It doesn't matter to me. I, I'm not going to lie. If you're going for that engaging conversation, and I'm putting Gary McCord, if they get him, and David Faraday, that's strong. Yeah, I think Bob. too. We had silence, Bob. Anything? Yeah, no. There'll be am I on here. Yeah, there'll be uh, enough golfers that that'll attract some in and of itself. If the, if the golf isn't the strongest thing, but the commentary is off the charts, you know, I could see that. I think in other sports, this isn't the best apples to apples, but in baseball, um, long season, the Vince Scully's, uh, you know, Andy and I grew up in Boston with Kirk Audi and Ned Martin on the radio. Um, Bob Wilson for the Bruins, like you just sometimes there's that voice that drives you in. Um, you know, golf's a little bit different. Um, I don't know that I, I could, but I can see that tandem being pretty interesting. No, I just I see it because they're gonna Christian, they're gonna call it like they see it and they're gonna be comical in doing it. I could see that 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 plays exactly into their assuming they get Gary. We're, we're unnamed sources, right, Andy? Unnamed. But what but what happens next with Liv? Who's gonna pick him up? Yeah, <coughs> gonna pick him up. TNT gonna pick him up. I think Peacock you I think you up? hit the I think you hit it on the head. Streaming service, a peacock or somebody like that. I could see it, but I, I think they're I think it's gonna start that way. But I, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if you know TNT picked him up, you know, or Capital One picked him up, for example, and they do and they do that again. I wouldn't be surprised. They might start their own. They get so much money. Why not start your own? You're right. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be curious. I don't. Th- I don't think NBC or CBS are going to pick them up personally. Not at least right now. Um, I think these big, you know, TV broadcasting stations are going to are going to wait and see how the season ends first, and before actually making that type of decision personally. Before we can actually watch it on television, you know, on a Saturday afternoon or Friday and Thursday, for that matter, you know, so. Again, I, I, it's going to be very cur- – I'm very curious to see how it moves forward, but I'm with Andy on this. I'm tired of all the bullshit rumors, honestly. It's quite yeah. annoying. If I'm it being really honest. is. It's just tiring. I was a big fan of Liv. I still am a fan of Liv, but I I just don't – I don't like all the rumors because you, you hear – You wore Andy, you wore Andy down. <laughs> well, you hear all this – you hear the rumor come out of, of Tommy Fleetwood joining or, or you hear the rumor of Jordan yeah. Spieth joining, you know, the week of the Open – and I'm like, no offense, I don't give a shit if Jordan Spieth joins Liv. I all I care about is watching the 150th Open. I don't care yeah. about Spieth doing it. I, you know what I mean? Okay, so, I, so so this week I'm going to change the topic a little bit, but we're talking about news. I was a little bit of a mushroom this week. I not have not been up to speed other than one other thing. Did did, did they name a Ryder Cup captain yet for the Europeans to replace Henrik? They said they would in ten days. Okay. So we got a few under consideration. Do anybody want to put any speculation on that? 
Um, there's two. One is if they go the safe route, Luke Donald. If they go the um, pretty crazy, I don't know. Could it be Sergio? I know that sounds crazy, but he's no, with the Sergio's on the now. Yeah, they couldn't do Sergio for the same reason. Yeah, you know, I I think you could. I, if I had to put money on it, I would say top three for me. I like Luke Donald. I like Monty. Personally, I think Colin Montgomery is going to be a name that he thinks of, and I do. And I do like Darren Clark. I think Darren Clark could also be a name floating around. See, and I was going to I was going to throw Faldo in there. Say Faldo. I was going to go Molinari because it's in Rome, Italy. Right. Couldn't be that. Home, what about um, Jose Maria Alfabo? Well, I lost my ball. He's he's uh he's been the captain twice before, right? Once or twice, definitely oh. once. Yeah, once. <clears throat> so I got one. For, well, if we're, if we're on the uh, the quick bullet things, uh, I was <clears throat> watching some of the 3M tournament. I've been to TPC Twin Cities. We did a drive chip and putt regional there. Great facility. But I'm, I'm watching Tony Finau, and I'm thinking he just played in the Open Championship at St. Andrews, the 150th. He had a primetime pairing, and now he's in Minneapolis playing the 3M with not the most star-studded group like that's got to feel like a member guest to him and I thought you know right off the bat I'm thinking you know he's gonna probably do well in that event uh, but I want to give you guys perspective like what's that gonna be like I think we we're all play tournament golf you go from one for our our thing like high amateur event or a state open or a club professional event and then you play in something smaller and you feel like that's a walk in the park I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. How to, as a professional golfer, going from the Open Championship, the conditions, the aura, St. Andrews, a few days later in Minneapolis playing the 3M. That's how that's how I feel every year when the Heritage comes on TV, right? Uh, right don't, after don't, that. don't bust on the Heritage. I'm not busting on the Heritage. That's Christian. That, don't, don't, please. Don't, that's saying, Christian. That's Christian. Right after the Masters. That's his happy like, place, though. But that's got to be such a, such a like, not a letdown, but but like a a breather, right? Yeah, I no, Andy, I agree. Christian, with you. Would you like to I defend mean, Hilton Head? No, I agree with you. Hilton Head's my favorite tournament of the year, just because Hilton Head's a second home to my family. But I I I agree with you. I wish I honestly wish Harbor Town and that tournament was later after the masters exactly was a different because i do think given where it is it's a family-oriented environment it's a, actually a very beautiful golf course from the tips and i do think if it was like a month after the masters i think you would see more bigger names go there if that's, I, what, I'm, truly that's what i'm saying because that's to, to bobby's point you know <clears throat> that's the nature of the pga tour is there's these high level events and then there's these these you know, kind of next level down or two events. And Heritage doesn't deserve to be that. Heritage deserves to be, to me, one of the top 10 events on the PGA Tour. And because it's the week after the Masters, it gets gets a little bit of a a dose of cold water because of that, I think. No, I completely agree. I don't think it's in the top. I I mean, it might be in the top 10 still. But again, I think if you, if it was a month after the, the masters, I think you would have people like, you know, JT, Rory, you know, Fleetwood. I know that they still end up, I know they, some of those guys still play a week after, but um, 
you know, again, it's, I just wish it was later. That's all. So. Yeah. Bobby, it's that time. Can I, can I throw in a don't be that guy because it just happened the yeah. last couple of days. Well, that's what I wanted you to throw in. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a public service standpoint as well, um, I, I just don't get the idea of just don't be that guy that pushes it where we got radar, we have technology, there's lightning in the area. Why do you have to push it to stay on the golf course? Why do you have to walk out of my golf shop and say, oh, that stuff is not going to come near here? Um, I don't know. I, I've, over my life, I've seen too many close calls uh, with people pushing it. It's the summertime. I'm down here in Florida. There's lightning all over the place. For the life of me, I can't believe, don't be that guy that wants to push it and stay on the golf course. I don't know. It's crazy. That is a valid and an excellent don't be that guy because it's bad. Lightning's bad. Seriously, we've all seen it on the golf course. Andy, 18th hole, what you got? Just a little cheers, a little clank of a pint of Guinness for, for Darren Clark um, for being one of only a few people to win both the, the Open Championship and the Senior Open Championship. And Darren Clark, if, if you guys remember, um, was approached by Liv early on. And he said, I want to play golf. And I want to continue to compete for majors and things like that. So cheers to Darren Clark for winning the Senior Open Championship. Cheers, cheers. <clears throat> Christian? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, final thought really for me is, uh, you know, guys, again, please continue to, um, you know, follow us on all social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, again, we we're, we have a great 2022 um left for you for you guys with great content coming up um you know anything we can do obviously to be better to 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 make it more funny to make it more interactive with our fans like you know please let us know um interact with us and on social media and so forth um we're doing it for you guys obviously and we're hoping that we bring you guys great content every week um going off andy's point hats off to darren clark you know what a way through the rain through the rain delay uh the, the mental aspect of that to grind and really um you know uh, stop a charging Padraig Harrington. Um, you know, again, great, great tournament for him. I'm happy for him. And, um, you know, again, it's such a small group of guys that can actually win both open. So, you know, hats off to him. Bobby. I'm going to close with uh, the end of the championship season, the majors. And I think it was a, a nice rotation, a nice uh, four winners. I believe it's the first time all four major champions have been in their twenties. So I think it bodes well for looking ahead for some of the stars of the game. Uh, but we finished a major championship and uh, season, and it was a good one. And I'm going to close with two quick thoughts. One is the bar closes in a half an hour from our recording session. So i got to go get one more before we end. But I found myself mesmerized, if, to bring it back to golf, with the play at the U.S. Uh, girls junior championship yes a shout out to yana wilson she was knocking pins down everywhere and bobby i know you know her because drive chip and putt multiple year winner over her you know young life yep. so kudos to, to her look forward to seeing her impact in the future on the lpga and uh some great golf 
Got a bright future, yeah. Yep. All right, Christian. So I know you're playing a scramble on an executive length course. He'll probably shoot 31 this uh, this weekend with Andrew. So hit it long and straight because it beats me hitting it short and crooked Sunday. Oh. You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan DePew, today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.